everyone, it's Johnny here. So this is part three of my how to avoid creative client punch-ups. And I actually think out of the five, this is actually the most important. And this one is all about communication. Now I've worked in the creative industries for probably coming on to about 15 years now. And in any, in any project that I've worked on where there's been issues, challenges, um, confrontations, it's normally comes down to communication, whether it being communication at the beginning of the pro project or lack of it, or communication during the project and mainly lack of it as well. So I'm going to go through some um, areas where you might find there's communication problems, whether it be from the client or the creative. Uh, and I'm going to go through some solutions of how to solve that. So I think the first thing I'd want to kind of talk about is how people communicate. So during a project, we'll communicate in a number of different ways. Face-to-face, um, -face, so in meetings, um, it could be over the phone, it could be by email, it could be by WhatsApp. And everyone actually has a different way in which they prefer to be communicated. So the thing with email and messaging is that you can sort of receive them as and when you need that information. So you can actually look at it in your own leisure, in your own time. Obviously phoning people, you're capturing their attention there and then. Um, and some people don't like that. So everyone has different ways of communicating at different times of the day. So what you need to do, whether you're the creative or the client, you need to find out from the offset, how do you like to be communicated to? Do you like emails? Do you want me to call you? Um, do we have a, a Slack group or do we have a WhatsApp group? And iron out very early on, which is the best way to communicate. Now, in different stages of the project, you might want to communicate in different ways. So say you have a meeting at the, be the beginning of the, the project and you write up those minutes. Those minutes can then be uploaded to a, a shared document or email to each other. And then you can look at them at your own leisure. But if, some, if it near the, the middle to the end of the project and things are tightening up and getting a bit more hectic, then you might, need just to, you might need to just pick up the phone, talk to them, iron out any problems or issues and get things sorted there and then. Now, I'm gonna go through some areas that you should be discussing right at the beginning of the project. Not in the middle, and definitely not at the end, but before you even start. Because I think if you, sort, if you talk about these areas very, very early on, then the likelihood is that that will reduce the amount of challenges and problems and confrontations later on. So the first one is the objectives and deliverables. So these are what are the objectives of the campaign on the project, what we're looking to achieve, and what does success look like? And the deliverables of what is it that you're actually creating? Is it, you know, obviously a website? Is it a video? Is it some design work? Is it branding? And you should have those two areas very, very clear. So what am I creating? And what does success look like? What are the aims and the objectives of what we're trying to create here? The second one is budgets and payments. So how much are you getting paid for that project? Or how much are you paying the supply or the vendor? Um, and when are the payments going to be made? So is there a deposit? Is there a payment midway? Or is there a payment after? Now, if you're a client 
or you're a, a manager and you're working with a creative and you're both employed, then these are very different. But it, you might want to bring in the, um, your member of staff at that point about payments and budgets so they understand the whole project of when the client's getting paid or when you're getting paid um, and when you know, these payments are being made throughout the project. Because I think it's important that the whole team knows um, some of the financials in that project. The next one is roles and responsibilities. So who is accountable for what? Um, I think in, a, in the previous video, we we're talking about the role of the, the, create, the creative and the role of the client and understand each other's strengths. But you also need to know who's responsible for what at what point of the project. Because there's a lot of times where something will go wrong and there's a lot of people holding their hands up, going, well, it's not my fault, it's not my job, it wasn't, wasn't anything to do with me. If this was sorted out at the beginning of whose roles um, were responsible for what in the project, then you'll probably find that there'll be a lot, lot less issues going forward. The next one is time scales and milestones. So when are the deadlines? When does the project need to be finished? And normally within the project, you'll have different phases and different milestones and clear dates of what needs to be achieved and when. So it's not just about, well, we're doing this project and it needs to be delivered on this date. You're better off breaking it down into different phases, like we mentioned on the previous video about um, a structured work breakdown of when things need to be done and when by. Uh, and this accountability and these deadlines actually makes people work better, knowing what they need to achieve at what time. And the last one is external decision makers. So in a project, you might have a project manager, and some, uh, a creative, a supplier, or a vendor um, that are working together. And a lot of the time, decisions are made by that manager and then they're then carried out, or the work is carried out, carried out by the supplier. But in often in any project, there's other stakeholders involved or decision makers. That could be uh, additional line managers or directors or top level management. Um, and if they've got a say in this project, that needs to be very clear and transparent at the very beginning. And if you have got clear milestones and a structured work breakdown of when important areas of the project are being signed off, you probably want to bring them in earlier rather than at the end. Because what can happen sometimes is you kind of go through these milestones, things get signed off, and then the last bit of the project, the product then gets shown to external decision makers and they might turn around and go, oh, we don't like this, it's not very good, or we want loads of more changes. And this wasn't discussed at the beginning. So if you have got external decision makers, that needs to be discussed very, very early on at the beginning. Um, and if you are the, the manager or the client, then I would probably advise you to bring them in a bit earlier on rather than at the end. Um, that can avoid a lot of um, confrontation and arguments later on. So what are the, the three biggest issues in terms of communication that come up again and again in a project? Okay, so the first one is not responding or not reading emails. Um, well, that doesn't have to be just emails or any form of communication. Maybe picking up the phone or it might be lack of communication in a, in a Slack or a WhatsApp group. So what we find in projects, because of overwhelm and people being stretched or maybe jumping in and out of a project, some people will bury their head in the sand. So you might receive a load of emails or you might be out the loop in a project and an email comes in and you might, not be, you might not be able to address that email at that time 
So some people ignore them, which is really, really bad for a project because the more you ignore emails, communication breaks down and eventually the project will come to a halt or it might even come to a, a dispute or a problem. And normally it's just because people aren't reading or responding to emails. The next thing is responding to specific requests or actions. So, you know, when you, whether you're sending an email or verbally give someone a, a list of actions that they need to do or things that need to happen within the project, if people aren't doing those actions and they're not responding and getting things done when they need to, that also then breaks down communication. Um, and we know if we've got a structured work breakdown in a project and people are responsible for certain areas um, and they're not doing them or they're not giving the information or the content that they need at that particular time of the project, then again, the project starts to break down and eventually communication will break down too. The last one is not providing content or relevant information at the right time. So I just talked about a series of things that you know need to be discussed at the beginning of the project. So if you're if you withheld with withhold some of that information um, in the project, whether it be payments or timescales, um, and you then you only uncover that information or deliver that information mid to the end of the project, that's when problems can occur as well. So again, that information and that detail really needs to be discussed very early on, and not at the end of the project. So here are some solutions um, within a project that you can kind of work with to avoid communication breakdowns. Now the first one we have actually mentioned in previous videos and that is a project timeline. And now you might want to call this a, a structured work breakdown. So that's the timeline from the beginning of the project right to the end and then the different work packages that need to be completed within that project. You need to put in what deadline um, is that part of the project? So when does it need to be completed by? Who's responsible? And what areas of work will be completed within that? Um, and you really wanna sort this out right at the beginning of the project so that you can be communica communicating about this and talking through who's doing what and when it needs to be completed. The next thing is to warn each other in advance when that timeline has been compromised. So, you know, in a project, things do happen. You know, it doesn't always work perfectly, but if something's not gonna get completed on time by the right person, then it needs to be communicated really, really early on because then you can delegate things out, you can action other things for it to help the project, you can shuffle things around. So if at any point you feel that something's not to get delivered on time just communicate 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 and get that out straight away so that people know that there's an issue um, and that the timeline is affected and how you're going to come up with solutions to try and get things back on track the next thing is pre-warning people that if the timeline is broken um, how it will affect the project and that the project might go into stasis if that area is broken. So say a client or a supplier is supplying an area of content at a certain time and you're working at a really tight deadline that if that part of the project doesn't get done, then the project might actually go on hold. 
And if you kind of say that to the supplier or say that to the client, that tends for people to work a lot quicker and get things fixed because no one wants the project to go on stasis. That's the last thing that people want. So if you warn that in advance, that if this doesn't get completed at this time, then the project could go on hold. You tend to find that people roll up their sleeves, work harder and get things done. Now, the last thing is something that you want to avoid at all costs, but it's worth talking about because it tends to speed up projects and get things back on track. And that's the warning of penalty fees. Now, the penalty fee could be for the client, it can be for the supplier. So if things aren't completed at a certain time, um, you know, you might want to hold back money or you might want to, there might be a, a penalty fee of not completing it on time. Um, and that's on both sides. So if you are the creative and the client isn't getting the work to you on time or getting the amends over, then actually there might be an extra fee that you're charging. If you're the client, then you might want to reduce the fee that you're paying. Now, no one really wants to go through that, but you know, this is business and if people aren't doing the work and the communication is breaking down and the project is breaking down, people aren't getting paid, people are maybe doing overworking and doing extra work they wouldn't have normally done, then I think everyone needs to be aware that there could be a penalty fee of not completing work at a certain time. You don't want to do it. You want to avoid it at all costs. But actually, when you start talking about penalty fees, you tend to find, again, people roll up the sleeves and get stuff done and get it completed. But again, hopefully that wouldn't happen. Now, I hope that's been useful. Um, I think the key um, with this is communicate, communicate, communicate. It's better to over talk. It's better to send too many emails, too many phone calls so that everyone knows what's going on. I'd, I think I'd prefer to be a buzzing fly around someone's face and, and vice versa with a supplier than just bury my head in the sand and pretend that things aren't happening. You know, it really is the biggest breakdown of any project is just people stop communicating. So if there's a problem, pick up the phone. If you need some information, email uh, and use all the online cloud tools that are available, you know, Google Cloud, things like Pinterest are great for visuals. Um, we've got WhatsApp, you know, there's so many great tools there that we can keep communication at a great level and get projects done on time, on budget. If you know anyone that will really benefit from this video, please send it to them. If you're listening to this, please like and subscribe. And if you're watching this, please like and share this video and send it to anyone that you think will uh, like the information and get a lot from it. Remember, be useful, be kind, and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.